Welcome back to Chosen, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel Watch Through podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and I am joined by my, well, I don't know how she feels this week because I didn't ask, but I'm joined by my Slayer. How rude. Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Mel. I could be feeling a whole kinds of ways and you wouldn't even know what no, to do. No. How are you feeling? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Um, it's been a while since I've actually watched the episodes. I was planning on rewatching them right before we recorded and then my internet decided to die. So that wasn't no. good, but I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm sure we'll get through them. I have some... I have some questions at the end of Angel, mm. but aside from that, well, uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty even. I have some questions for you now at the start of Buffy that we didn't cover last time. Oh, well, lay it on. So we had the, the what triggered it for me was the previously on Buffy, um, when Giles is mm-hmm. talking to Robson, he says it started, and then Robson also says, gather them. I want to hear your theories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... um. We never really found out what was up with those dudes in cloaks randomly chasing women for no reason. And we don't really know who, like, are they supposed to be present day people that they're chasing around? Well, they turned up at uh, Buffy's house. Right. Well, I just don't know if the people that they hunted and killed were modern day people. Didn't say. That's my question. Okay. Well... I guess gather them would be because it, it's hard to say because we don't know who these women are and why they were being chased and why they're being killed. If we assume that they're not present day, they could be slayers in the past, but I don't think that that's necessarily true. So maybe they're, oh, I really have no freaking idea. <laughs> gather them. Are there, like, second-tier slayers out there in the world just hanging out, waiting for things to happen? What do you mean by second-tier? I mean, they're not, like, the slayer, but they could be a slayer. There has to be, like, capital S slayers, Buffy, and lowercase s slayers around. So are you saying they're just people who go out and slay for the fun of it, or are they... Could they be called on? Not for could, they, fun. could they be called on like Buffy was? Yes, I guess. Okay, as in like, so Buffy had a normal life until she was called on to be the Slayer. Is what I'm right. saying. Like she lived her normal life, and then she was chosen, called on to be the Slayer, yeah. and became the Slayer. And as far as we can tell, mm-hmm. the same thing happened to Kennedy and this, not Kennedy, um, Kendra. But she, but wasn't like Kendra like training for it for forever? Yes, but Faith wasn't. So, so these women that are getting killed could be like Kendra, and they they trained slaying in case they get caught. Okay, so you think Giles was asked to try and gather all those people who could be slayers? Sure. Yes, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> and what has started? Uh, the end of the freaking world. <laughs> you're, you're like, have you been watching Angel? Have you have you been watching have Angel? Have you seen? <laughs> exactly. All right. So yeah, 
Um, so let's get on to this episode, Never Leave Me. Yes. Um, still saying if Giles dies, I cannot continue, but we don't know if that happened, and I'm pretty sure it didn't, but we don't actually have an answer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we're talking, the Scoobies are talking about how it's always a bad day when the basement is full of bodies, <laughs> yep. so that's no good. They're talking about Spike killing a bunch of people and planting them in a basement that doesn't have, like, an actual floor, which I still say is a bad idea of contractors to not put floors in basements of buildings. People might hide bodies there. But that's why they should. (laughs) Do you not understand that I'm saying that that's a bad idea? (laughs) Anyway, um, so Anya's like, well, I have a solution for this whole thing. How about we just stab him through the chest? Isn't that what you normally do in situations where vampires are killing people or when I'm killing people? She's not salty at all. No, she has she has uh she do- doesn't hold any ill will against anybody. It's true. Um I was like, well normally yes, but this situation is completely different. Is it Yes, cuz it's Spike <laughs> and Buffy has feelings even though she won't admit it to herself. Or she will, but won't admit it to anybody else. Anywho, um, contractor Xander's in full effect. He's trying to do some measurements to see how he can possibly fix what Dawn screwed up at the house. It wasn't Dawn. I, I wa- uh, okay. She was just there. She, she exacerbated the situation. <laughs> she, she did. She did try um, to get rid of the demon or entity, whatever it she was. She also did smash. She also did smash the TV with like a baseball bat. And then everything started going to crap. Anyway, um, I wonder if inside he actually said contracty goodness when he saw all the probably. mess. Probably. That's probably made. what he says. But yes. I don't think. But he probably didn't say I it out loud. I don't think he charges them. Oh, no. But he still likes. It's like what he likes yeah. to do. So no big deal. <laughs> um, so. Um, we have. Was it uh, Andrew and. What's his face? Warren. Warren. Yeah, the Phantom. Yeah. Phantom of whatever this yeah. is. Uh, yeah. um, so Andrew has a snazzy okay. new jacket. Snazzy is one way to put it's, it. It's the same jacket as Spike, pretty much. He looks less cool. Well, I mean, yes. He, Yeah, he's not He's not Spike. He can't pull it off. I'm sorry. Um, There was something about Patrick Swayze. Um, and I can't remember what it was. Two seconds, I'll, I'll <laughs> find it in the uh, pop culture reference list. Um, I think it was, it yeah, was probably a ghost was... reference because that's what it always is. Oh, yeah, that movie where he's dead. Yeah. And he comes back and, like, does pottery with his, what, yeah. wife or whatever. Um, yeah. He he references ghost when he's talking to Warren about corporeal and non-corporeal forms. Um, oh, right. Because Patrick appears non-corporeal to Demi Moore. Right. I've never watched Neither that movie I. because I'm not a huge fan of um, Demi Moore. So. <laughs> but Swayze can do no wrong in my book. R.I.P. Sorry about it. Anyway, um, so he's Warren's basically like, well, I can't kill anybody for you because I'm not really here. And Andrew's like, well, I can't kill anybody else because apparently Jonathan's body didn't have enough yeah, blood. Not, a, not enough blood for them. <laughs> oh, I thought that was hilarious. 
Um, but then the Phantom morphs into Jonathan and basically says, I'm little. I didn't have as much blood as other people, so that's why you have to kill somebody else, but it's okay. Yeah, it's it's you have to do it. Everyone will yeah, understand. It's not your fault, it's my fault for being too little. Yeah, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that's not how it works. <laughs> I think everybody has about the same amount of blood, no matter how tall you are. Uh, anyway. No, well, um, no, smaller people would have less blood because there's less space. But I don't think it's that much of a dramatic difference. Are you saying that I have less blood than other people? Yeah. Is that what you're telling yeah. you me? Have, you have less blood than someone wow. like Joe. Joe has a lot, needs a lot more blood in his body. <laughs> I mean, that seems logical. Yeah, it seems logical. Anyway. You know, some, some scientist, doctor, um, person will probably comment and go, rah, 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 and then we could just, you know. I hope I hope we have a doctor listening. That would be amazing. <laughs> we, we, we really would be a smart podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, basically Jonathan's like, well, you need more blood because I didn't give you enough. And uh, Andrew's like, hmm, where are other places I can get blood? Hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> um. Spike is being tied to a chair. Super hope he's into bondage. Probably, probably accurate. And Spike is taking this whole thing seriously. He wants to do everything he can to make sure he doesn't go out and hurt anybody else. Yep. Because he's like, you have to tie it tighter. I'll get out of this if I, Mm. you know, try. Um, We have... Then we go to the school. And Principal Wood is principaling and he was like well what i could do is i could suspend you and it go on your permanent record but permanent records are actually kind of a miss and no one really cares about them yeah i knew it (laughs) all those years the teacher i was told my whole life right this will go on your permanent record and i was scared because i was a good kid (laughs) and no no one cares about permanent records they're probably not even real to be real with everyone (laughs) so if any young children are listening, you probably shouldn't be listening to this first off. But second off, um, don't worry about your permanent record. They don't actually exist. Yeah. So it's all yeah. good. People are lying um, to you. And it's a mean lie. Like, there's white lies and there's not white yeah. lies. That one's, like, not white. Like, people would probably have panic attacks about that. Thinking, oh, my God, I stuffed up and everyone's going to know because I'll be on my permanent record. Yeah, exactly. And they, I'll never be able to get a real and job. And actual bad kids wouldn't care. Yeah, so it doesn't work. Sorry about it. Um, But then he's like, so since I can't really threaten you with the permanent record anymore, I'll just call the cops since you vandalized something. And this is the part where I'm not bluffing. (laughs) And they're like, uh, we'll take what suspension or they'll apologize or clean it up or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, And Dawn comes into Principal Wood's office and she's like, hey, Buffy's sick. So she's not going to be here. He goes, okay. She goes, like, she was throwing up last night and then throwing up some more. And then when she got up this morning, we thought she was okay. But then she started throwing up again. Her exact words were, I've got stuff coming out of both ends. God, Dawn's embarrassing. Um, I don't think he needed to know that. He was basically like, okay, I get the picture. It's okay. <laughs> she She puts too much detail to the point where it seems like it's fake. Well, it is fake. Um, Yeah. So we have Buffy talking about needing to get something out of her system, and I'm pretty sure it's Spike. 
So, um, oh, uh, the council calls her mm-hmm. out of the blue, or she called that somebody called somebody, and she's like, um, no, I haven't been able to get a hold of Giles at any of his numbers, and if you like find out what's going on, if you could let me know, that'd be great. Yeah. Apparently, the council hasn't been keeping tabs on Giles. No, they've lost him as well. So has he not been with the council? Or he has and he's just recently missing? Uh, I'd say he's recently missing and he definitely has been with the council because he got his job back in okay. uh, season five. Right. Right. Well, there's a lot There's a lot happening between season five and season this season. Yeah, no. So he could have just left. I don't know. Anyway, they can't find him. Nobody knows where he is. And they need to find Rupert Giles as soon as possible. Yep. And every time they say Rupert, I always forget that Giles' name is Rupert. <laughs> um, but I am glad that they are making him a first priority, even though I hate them super a lot. Um, we have Spike going through human blood withdrawals. Didn't know that was a thing. Or maybe I did and I just forgot. <laughs> Um, someone at, oh, I think, was it Willow asking Xander if she wants, if he wants her to kill Anya? Yes. <laughs> best friends. Uh, well, best friends do these things. Do you want me to kill Anya? And I was like, well, <laughs> but apparently proper, proper tool maintenance is very important to Xander. And I don't remember why that's important. Because <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. And we decide that to help Spike out, we're going to go um, to the butchers and get cute little piggy blood yeah, cause, for Spike. Yeah, because Spike's getting a bit snappy. Yeah, he's a bit peckish at this mm. point. Um. So we go to the butcher shop and Andrew's there all of a sudden. No one ever knows who he is, to be Tuck honest. Tuck his brother. Um, oh, no, no, no. He wasn't at the butcher shop. He was in the oh. bottom of the school. Yes, this happens That's first. what it is. Yes, he's at the school with yes. a pig. Yeah, and Warren's like, or Warren or Jonathan, whoever the phantom is, is like, you've got to drain this pig of blood because this is where we're going to get pig's blood from. And apparently it's the worst attempt at pig slaughter anyone's ever seen ever. Because he totally doesn't do it. The pig gets away. Run, babe, run! That's <laughs> what I had to say about it. Um, so he does stop into a butcher shop because it seems like a better way to go about it. Um, they have a Matrix reference because yeah. the butcher man calls him. I Leo. love that because he's so nervous. He's yep. like trying to cover up what he's buying. So he's like... I'll have this steak and these sausages and a bit of blood. And um, I'll also have toothpaste. some rissoles. <laughs> toothpaste. Yeah. So, and he's, yeah, he's just like, this is a butcher shop, Neo. I can't get you toothpaste. He goes, oh, well, I'll get the rest of it then. <laughs> and he does. But Willow is, as he's leaving, Willow is coming in to get pig's blood as well. And this cannot end well, because Andrew straight messed up, because he dropped the bag when he ran into Willow, and blood comes out, and she goes, mm, that can't be good. Why are you here, first of all? Um, 
So she takes him outside into the alley that's next to the butcher shop and he's like, don't kill me. And she's like, I wasn't going It's to. so funny because he's freaking out and like, because um, she's been all nice to begin with. Then he's freaking yeah. out and trying to mm-hmm. threaten like, don't toy with me, little girl. I have powers you can't imagine. She witch. And she just like pushes him against the wall. She goes, I am a she witch. <laughs> well, a witch. <laughs> Didn't really need the she in front of there. Um, but yeah, and he goes, I know you want to get even because Warren killed your girlfriend, even though he was just trying to kill Buffy. It was just an accident. And she goes, I don't want to get even for that. Mm. He are, Warren already got what he deserved, so it's fine. Um, Andrew's talking mad crap to Willow and I couldn't even, and then Willow stands up for herself. Um, I'm talking, don't interrupt, interrupt me, you insignificant man. I was like. You go, girl. <laughs> That's the rule. You tell, you tell him. him. Um, so she takes Andrew back to the Summers house to be interrogated. Yep. By good cop, bad cop team of Xander yeah, and Yeah, this house is getting full of prisoners real fast. Yeah. Um, I loved Xander playing an interrogator, and then I loved Anya even more. <laughs> I know. She slaps him. <laughs> she does. She was like, it just felt right in the moment when she's... Uh, when she talks to Xander later. Oh, so funny. <laughs> um, so basically they, they're playing interrogator and Xander's the good cop. She's the bad cop. And they were just playing it up. But um, they were just like, the weasel's about to sing and he just needs a tune. Yeah, and Buffy's like, okay. Okay. What? <laughs> he goes, well, he, he's going to tell us what we want to know. <laughs> We just have to give him some time to do I love that, that Anya and Xander um, got along so well in that. And she, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we go back to Spike and give him some pig's blood. And he's starting to get his memory back about these murders mm. that have been happening. And he keeps... He says, like, he keeps getting flashes, but it's like he's watching someone else kill these people. Mm. Which lends credence to my thought that he's being possessed by something that's making him kill these people. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. <laughs> probably true. I probably probably nailed it. Um, so then, you know, of course, Buffy and Spike can't even be in the same room together without having a conversation about someone's feelings. Yeah. And apparently pain and suffering have gotten new meanings since Spike fell in love with Buffy. Ouch. Yep, and his his soul has been driving him to self-hatred and everything, mm -hmm. and, like, just like she hated herself when she was with him. Yeah, and he he goes on to say, you used me? And she goes, yes. He goes, well, you told me that. I just never understood it, and now I understand. You have violence inside of you. And you hated yourself for it. And I never understood how you could hate yourself until I've hated myself now that I have a soul. So. (laughs) They're more alike than anybody seems to realize. Yep. So much self-hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Andrew calls Anya psycho. Yes. He says, that chick is psycho, and I'm pretty sure that's Anya. That's one way to describe it. And Xander agrees. Because he, mm-hmm. he starts being really polite. 
he unties him, he gives him water, and then starts talking about Anya and how, like, she did horrible things and, like, she left this one guy empty. He still lived his life, still hung out with his friends, but his insides were just empty. Yeah, his heart was replaced with darkness. And Andrew's like, eh. But then he goes, and then he she tore out this other guy's intestines. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, that does sound totally worse. Um, And then, so Anya comes in. She's all fired up because she's bad cop in this situation. She accidentally slaps Xander, and Xander about looks like he's going to cry. Yeah, and she's like apologizing <laughs> with her back to Andrew, but then shouting again. Yep, she's pretty good at it. Um, so Buffy had been out of the room where Spike was, and she, you know, because she was interrupted by there being, you know, yelling and yeah, she went to investigate from the other room. I love that she opens the door, yeah. like, Anya's on top of Andrew, and she sort of looks in and is like, is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, and she's like, okay. <laughs> okay. And then after that, she goes, she goes to go back in the room with Spike, and Spike's talking to somebody. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific phrase that I was supposed to watch out for? I feel like there was, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, or was it the song? It's the song. The song. Okay. Um, but she's like, that's kind of weird that he's talking to himself all of a sudden. And she goes in there and she goes, Who were you talking to? He goes, I wasn't talking to anybody. So, I was passing the time by talking to myself. He's so different. I love how actors can do that. Yeah, he's yeah, completely different uh, persona, completely different feeling coming off of him. Ugh. Um, and then he vamp faces, and, well, because he asks for more blood, but then he vamp faces and breaks out of the chair, starts fighting Buffy. Well, not really. Um, he more throws her aside. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, and also, Andrew gets like, He's pushed up against the wall and, like, Spike puts his, like, shoves through the wall and, like, grabs him and pulls him through mm-hmm. and goes to feast on yep. him. Goes straight for Andrew. E- e- yeah. That was weird. Um, anyway. Ugh. It was insanity. Um, and then... Buffy does get enough control to knock out Spike. Mm. Nighty night. Yep. And even Spike can't remember Andrew's name. <laughs> when he wakes up later and he's like, how's, what's his name? Yeah. No, she. he's like, did I hurt anyone? And Buffy's like, oh, you took a chunk out of Andrew, but he'll be okay. And he's like, who? <laughs> oh, poor Andrew. No one ever knows who he is. <laughs> Um, and she's like, what happened? And he goes, I don't know, but well, I felt different. We, we kind of skipped over, um... Did we? D- how Buffy and the gang are all talking about his behavior, oh, right. and Xander says it must be a trigger, and they're like, is this from your military? Um, and he goes, no, 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 this is from all the military movies I've watched. Um, right. They do talk about how um, you can change someone's behavior with a certain trigger yeah. and it makes them act completely different. And that's basically what's been happening with Spike when that song is sung. Mm-hmm. 
Because, oh, because Buffy had said to them, when I came back in the room after I heard him talking to somebody, he was different. And they go different, like William the Bloody type different. And that's where they go into, he was brainwashed with that song. I don't know who brainwashed him. I'm super duper confused still. At this point. Yeah. Um, so they found a way to control Spike. Yep. And um, and make him kill people again. Um, I was about to say. And I, I can't say it in your notes, but after this scene, we are go to the high school and Principal Wood's leaving his office. But then he just oh, decides yeah. to go down to the basement where he finds Jonathan's body. Oh, I have that. Oh. It was, oh, no, Principal Wood, you really shouldn't be staying at the school so late by yourself. Don't go down there, I beg of you. Oh, no, this can't be good. Wait, you don't think he's evil, do you? Where's that? Uh, That's my notes. <laughs> oh, found it just there. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he was walking with a purpose. And the fact that he didn't even look concerned about there being a dead body bothered me more than I probably should have been bothered by it. Because there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, and then we go down to the basement where you question why do they have all these chains? Do they, Did they always have those chains in the basement? Um, I'm pretty sure at this point, yeah, they probably just store chains. You never know when they'll come in handy in this business. <laughs> they probably ordered them from whatever website uh, Oz got his chains off Maybe of. Maybe they just lost his chains. Maybe. <gasps> Actually, anyway. ta- random tangent, I was watching on YouTube the uh, six-man tag match in WWE with um, <laughs> Seth Green. Really? Yeah. That's he funny. was on a team with John Cena and Triple H. and That's they hilarious. Were against... He probably looked like a child. Oh, yeah, he's tight. He was against freaking Randy Orton, um, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, That's and I can't remember who the other person on their <laughs> team was. But yes, he he was up against um, Randy at one stage, and yes, he he looked like a child. I'm like, oh my god, Randy's just gonna like crush him, kill him, snap him snap in him half. In half. Was he was he just in like street clothes, or was he in like a singlet, or, or what? Um, Seth Green was in street clothes, and you know he did one or okay. two moves, and the rest of it was stuff like Randy Orton had him cornered, and John Cena came and saved him. Or he was being chased by... He, it was always Randy. He was being chased by Randy, and as he ran around the ring, um, <laughs> Triple H jumped off the apron and got a hold of Randy. <laughs> nice. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, you see, yeah, so, so the Summers household just has chains randomly in the mm. basement. It's fine. Um, but Buffy is, like, wiping the blood off of Spike's mouth. And the fact that she was taking taking such good care of him kind of weirded me out. Why? Because she flip he, she flips flops back and forth with how she feels about yes. him. Yes. So he wakes up and he's just like, um, we need to talk and you need to do something for me because I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Mm. Very cool. And she's like, well, you can't just ask me to do things and expect me to do them. He goes, you have to kill me. Dun, dun, dun. And she goes, what? And he goes, Buffy, you have to kill me because I'm I'm hurting people. And I'm hurting you and I can't keep doing all of that. You need to kill me. 
And she goes, Spike, you're different now. I've met the real you. He goes, no, no, no. You've never met the real me. Mm. Do you know what I used to do to girls like Don's age? Apparently he really used to like uh, messing with young girls, yeah. which creeped me out. Yeah, so he would take um, enough blood, but not too much blood, because otherwise they don't cry. And it's not fun if they don't cry. And you yeah, know what so. he was doing to them to make them cry. <sighs> yeah. So, to try to trigger her to, to killing him, he's like, yeah, you want to know what I've done to girls Don's age? You have to kill me before I get out and go do that to somebody else. Mm. And um, Buffy's like, I can't do this because you're not that person anymore. And he goes, that's not why. We both know the truth here. You like men that hurt you. You need the pain that we cause you. And you need the hate to do what you do. You need it to be the slayer. She needs to be hurt so she can have self-hate so that she's okay with going out and slaying. Is what it comes down to. Yep. Right? Okay. Um, and... He basically says, you don't know me and neither do I. And you don't know yourself. No one knows anyone here is what it comes down to. Mm. Um, and basically Buffy's like, I let you stay alive because you were changed. I saw you. I saw your penance. I know that you're sorry for the things that you did. So I'm not going to kill you because you asked me to. <laughs> Fail. And uh, she goes, you may not see it, but I do. I believe in you, Spike. Okay. And then all the windows and doors get broken down. Yeah, the uh, the guys in cloaks finally made it to Sunnydale. Ta-da. Mm. Um, and we get uh, Principal Wood burying Jonathan's body in the construction site. Yep. Seems legit. Uh, so he's evil. He's put there for a reason. Who's his, who's his boss? Is it the people? Is he the boss of the cloaked people? Hmm. Well, well, um, we're we're gonna have to have a talk about the cloaked people. Well, lots of lots of them get dead. <laughs> anyway, um, I did I didn't know who these dudes were. Dawn learned some stuff from her time training with Buffy, hmm. which I appreciated. Yeah, she did kind of a roll away thing, um, and then almost got herself killed. Uh, never, never, ever wait to kill something that's trying to kill you because you could end up like Don and almost get killed. Mm. Always take your chance when it's given. Don't wait. Exactly. But I think uh, Xander saved her, probably? Yeah, I think so. And when all is said and done, after there are several dead cloaked people, um, they took Spike. They did. Uh, randomly. Um, and so they determine that they're not being haunted, referencing the last episode where there were dead people talking to them. And apparently Buffy knows what they're up against. Yes, so do you. The first. Mm -hmm. Like the first slayer? Nope. Like the first evil? Yep, we've met them before. The first evil. The master? No. Is the master part? No. 
Okay. No, that's not the master at the end, just so you know. It looks like okay. the master, which okay. is interesting, but it's not the master. Right. Okay, well, let's let's get to the end of this so that I can, we can, we can talk. talk. Um, the council has caught up to, you know, the fact that there's a lot of bad stuff happening. Um, our fears are confirmed. The first evil has declared all-out war on this institution. Mm-hmm. My first question, what's the first evil? <laughs> so, uh... And apparently the council's coming to the hell mouth. Yep, they've finally realized that their job is not to just sit there and wait, but to actually stand with the Slayer and fight. Um, my question, did they all just get blown up yep. then? Okay. Well, and they'd lost contact with their sucks. other bases, so let's just assume that's what happened to the other bases too. Okay, well, all the council, except for Giles, if Giles is still alive, is now dead. Mm. Everybody's gone. The council doesn't exist anymore. That sucks. Um, and then we have Spike tied to an X um, and being tortured with knives. I think it's a pentagram. Not a pentagram. The, okay. the devil one. It's the, maybe the, it's, it's a pentagram, the devil one? Yes. Are you sure? Because one's protection, I'm, one's protection, one's the devil. Well, I mean, you can probably look it up faster than I could. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Spike's being tortured with knives. Uh, I was still confused about what's going on. Um, the Phantom keeps changing from one person to another. First it was like Jonathan, and then it might have been Warren, and then it's eventually Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically she's like, so now... Comes the time we'd all been we've all been waiting for. Do you want to see what a real vampire looks like, Spike? Yep. And his blood is on the that thing. Was it under the high yeah, school? Yeah, this is under the high school. This is under the principal's office. Yeah, and then uh, it like opens up, and a super old master-looking vampire comes out of the ground. And that's it? Mm. I'm so confused. Can I ask a question? Yes. Am I supposed to know what the first evil is? <sighs> it depends how good your memory is. <laughs> so so it's happened, it's uh, been referenced before, I just don't We've remember. fought it before. Back in season three... There's an episode where Angel was tormented by this and it mostly took the form of Jenny Calendar and it drove him to try and commit suicide. It's the episode where he ends up on the dead man's bluff waiting for the sun to rise and it snows instead. Who's Jenny? Uh, the love of Giles's life. Oh, right, right, Jenny. Okay. <laughs> as soon as you started saying Giles, I was like, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, so, yeah, it was a oh. one-episode villain. Um, it was tormenting Angel and trying to get him to kill himself. And the bringers were in that episode as well. They summoned the first. Um, Wait, the, the cloak guys? The cloak guys? guys were in that episode too, yeah. So we've seen them before. Dude, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> it was like a couple of years ago that we watched it. Uh, should it, would it Would it help me to go back and watch that particular episode? It could, yeah. It's just it. Okay. Having said that, when it's I season... when I watched this, I didn't remember it at all. 
it was ages later that I realized in the show and went back and went, oh, so when we went through this time, you know, two years ago when we watched season three, I went, <laughs> Can you tell me the episode number that is of, ep- of season three? Because uh, that would be helpful. Two seconds, season three. Yeah, because I don't, I vaguely remember, I like I remember, uh, Angel being mopey and want to kill himself, and then it snows instead, which is super weird in California. And I also remember that Giles was supposed to get married and have lots of babies. Um, yeah. Yep, it is. Um, episode 10, Amends. Okay. Okay, Buffy season three, episode 10. Okay, okay, I will watch that maybe tonight. <laughs> Because I don't, because, like I said, vaguely remember it. I don't remember the cloaked dudes. Mm. I don't remember the first evil, really. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure if people. At least you're being nice and telling me that it did happen. Yeah, before. I'm like, I'm not sure if people get upset that I led you back to it. But I'm like, oh, we've seen it. And if we've seen it, in my opinion, it's not spoilers. Because, um, yeah, Buffy recognizes it and says the first evil and everything. So, you know, some astute watchers would probably be like, I've heard that before. Go back. Like back when it was yes. all released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like when things come up in Harry Potter, uh, they're briefly mentioned and then they get brought up in a bigger capacity later on. Mm. We always go back and check where it came yeah. from. Um, so a little production note. Because of Willow's enormous powers that she, uh, e- even if she's not fully in control of them, Writers had to start figuring out ways to make sure that she could not be part of every fight. So in this episode, she's immediately <laughs> knocked out by the bringers. Dang. Which is a good... Well, yeah, she she is pretty good. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, Willow can just, like, destroy everything. She's pretty good at magics, mm. it turns out. Yep. Um, where's the other note I want to read? Oh, classic Whedon Ewan-esque irony. The council's watched is wiped out as soon as they realize that their job is to support the Slayer, not stand against her or guide her from afar. <sighs> They're the worst. <laughs> um, and the other... See, I knew I hated the council for a reason. <laughs> Bunch of crumbums. So there is a theory that the Watchers Academy in Hampshire could still be present because what's reported is their satellite offices all over the world are being hit by coordinated attacks and that they're crippled but uh the so now we're just gonna have a whole bunch of young watchers for no reason they're all gonna be young wesley's oh no (laughs) well who knows maybe they'll be young giles's oh he was bad when he was young uh right he was what riding motorcycles and knew a whole bunch of stuff um he's a bad boy (laughs) so um somebody uh somebody the wiki points out that um, Andrew is tied up, knocked out, and bitten by a vampire all in one episode, just as all Scoobies have been at some point. Oh, really? Every, every Scooby has been huh. tied up, knocked out, and bitten by a vampire pretty much, except I don't think Anya's been bitten. I think that's the only one she's... Yeah. So so does that mean that he's uh, officially in the group now? No, but it's just like an observation okay, good. <laughs> that somebody made. Are they going to have him around? Like, okay, so he's, hmm, okay, I don't know. I don't know if he's still in the house. Because didn't someone save him from being murdered by one of the cloak yeah, guys? Yeah, he was saved. 
Okay. They're going to take him to the police and be like, this guy killed somebody. So. Mm. I, I think he's part more of killing used a to, girl or something. I think he's all more used to them than the police at the moment, just in my personal opinion. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, international titles. Mm-hmm. We have Bringers of Evil. And the seal of, I hate saying this, Dancel Far. It's the seal under the principal's office. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's okay. I guess I understand why Principal was there now on top of the evilness because he's apparently evil. Hmm. Okay, um, I liked the, uh, well, they're both kind of dumb. Because the bringers are just the cloaked dudes, and then the seal. Who had who had the bringers of whatever evil Germans? Okay, they're both not good, but whatever. <laughs> um, oh, I think I'm about to sneeze. So while I do that, uh, your rating, rating, my rating for this episode. Um. I thought it was actually not too terrible of an episode. There were some things that seemed out of place, but I guess they weren't really. Um, what do you mean? I don't know. I, I feel like the, the Andrew stuff kind of threw me, like with them interrogating him and stuff. Much needed comedic relief. I don't know. It just... Yeah, but that's why it... it everything has been so dark. Mm. Except for, like, you know, Spike in the background tackling Buffy from using a bazooka in that one episode. <laughs> um, it's all been so dark that I think when they use that as straight-up comedy, it kind of left me like, well, that was kind of weird <laughs> and out of nowhere. Um, but it was a pretty good episode overall. I think I'm going to give it an, a nine and a half. Wow. Actually. Look at you go. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, I am going to give it a nine. It's look at that. It's just this season just getting better and better and better. Things are building up and things are happening. It's happening. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what's happening, but it's happening. <laughs> Something's happening. Your favorite moment. Oh man. Um, I think I like. Oh, I, I really, I really like the Xander and Anya interrogating Andrew. <laughs> They're just, the, the good cop, bad cop thing, it tickled me pink. <laughs> I love it. They're so good together. Like, I know that they're not, like, together anymore, but they're, like, they play off each other really well. Yeah, the, the actors and the characters. So. <laughs> of course, yeah. So that mine also involves Andrew. Mine is the um, alleyway scene between him and Willow. Oh, also good. Yeah. I do like a good Willow threatening scene. Yeah, because it's she's just she's that's not who she is. Well, he doesn't know I that. Know. The last time he ran into Willow, his the love of his life got his skin ripped yeah. off, and then he was burned alive. But the, the thing so. I love is it's not who she is, and you can like she's there going, "I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to do anything." And they start threatening. She's like, "Oh God, okay, I am a she witch. Well, yeah. a witch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she starts off by being like super um, 
offended that he would think that she would hurt him. And then she's like, okay, if I have to, I will, because you're starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love Willow. Um, your character shout out for this episode. Hmm. It's a tough one. Um, I think it's going to go. Okay, I don't know his name. The head of the council finally figured out what he's actually supposed to be doing, but then gets blown up. So he gets shout out for the last time ever. <laughs> the, the first and the last time, despite us meeting him lots of times, that's Quentin Travis. Quentin. Yeah, we've, we've had him around a few times. Um, okay, yeah, yeah him. Because he finally figured out, hey, I should probably be helping this chick that's supposed to be saving the world. And then you got blowed up. So sucks to suck. <laughs> um, mine is going to go to uh, Xander for fixing the summer's home. <laughs> Contracting <laughs> and And being good cop to Anya's bad cop. He got slapped in the face. Yeah. He, he did some really good, like, double handling with Andrew where he's there being all nice but, like, warning about how Anya's psycho and is going to, like, destroy men. Anya is a quote-unquote vengeance demon. Yeah. He doesn't need to know that that's actually not true anymore. <laughs> um, so our next episode is called Bring on the Night. We're going to find out more about what this first evil business is about, and we're going to go fight this thing. The first evil? We're going to go find Spike, save him, and fight this evil. Do you, how, how do you think that's going to go for us? I have no idea. It's not going to end well. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's like we're only in season 10. I mean, episode 10. Yes. Um, they're going to... Okay, so, okay, we know that uh, Buffy has a superiority complex, so she's probably like, I can handle this. Like, I've died before. I'm I'm pretty much invincible at this point, guys. And she's going to go in there all guns blazing and get her butt kicked, and then they're going to have to regroup and try to figure out what they're going to do in the future. Hmm. So. Alrighty then. I guess we'll see what happens then. Um, but speaking of bringing on the night, it's getting very dark in LA, so we should probably head over there. I think we should. Here we are in, not for very much longer, sunny LA. <laughs> Oh, I totally forgot that you can't, You always call it sunny LA, and now you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I've always made jokes about it. Like, when we uh, went to um, Lawn's Dimension, I think you got up me for calling saying sunny LA because you're like, well, we're not in LA for long. <laughs> and it was also at nighttime, <laughs> so it wasn't sunny. Anyway, um, so... Well, I guess I did feel bad at the end of the last episode because I said this, it can't possibly make me feel any worse. <laughs> so I guess I was upset. Who knew? Anyway, I keep forgetting about Angel's mad artistic skills because he's sketching the demon? Hmm. Possibly? Yeah. Is that what he was sketching? I believe so, yes. Yes, he was. Um, Just checked my notes. Yes, and, and Lorne is the best room service. <laughs> 
because he warmed up uh, blood for Angel, so it feels like it, it's as warm as coming right out of the jugular vein. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, oh, that's a pretty good picture you drew there. Would you mind if I ran screaming from the room like I would if that thing actually turned up here? <laughs> and pretty much Angel's avoiding everybody because he's upset because his kid banged the woman he's in love with. Yep. And he's just like, I work better alone. It's much easier for me to brood in silence if I'm alone. Yes. <laughs> Basically is what he means. And he and Lauren's like, I'm sorry to break it to you, Cupcake, but you're a champion and you don't get personal days. So man up. I know about Connor and Cordelia. That sucks. But you need to get over yourself. There are other fishes in the sea and we need you to save the world. So get over yourself. <laughs> I love your note. Did everyone just forget that we don't want Angel to find perfect happiness because that would mean he would be evil again? Um, we're not actually. Uh, I don't think it works that way anymore, because that was the it that was the caveat on his soul when the gypsies gave it to him. He, this soul he was given by Willow. <gasps> but didn't she use the same spell? Yeah, but I don't think she would have put the caveat on it if she could avoid it. There's like, yeah. Ooh. Well, no, 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 because when he was given the antidepressants by that one chick <laughs> earlier in Angel. The antidepressants, she gave him, like, um, ecstasy. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever made him super-duper happy, then he was angelic. I, I reject that part because it's stupid. Because he didn't have actual perfect happiness and he didn't lose his soul. He had ecstasy. I think it was his psyche. I still think that I... Okay, I reject that on principle because we haven't been told for certain that 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 caveat is not there. I I just... I don't know. I hate the perfect happiness clause. Well, I, I hate the fact that his perfect happiness came after he had sex, so yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> Anywho, so um, we get Gwen back in the piece. Was this the person that they put in the credits that I wasn't supposed to know about, or is that still not a thing? Still not a thing. Okay. Trust me, I will tell um, you. At the start of the okay. episode, you and I will be squealing. Well, I'll be squealing. Hopefully you will squeal. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. You're not going to warn me, though. No. No. Because no. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always skipping the uh, credits yes, anyway. good. Because they're too long. Continue. Continue anyway. that behavior. Just trust me. Just forget about it. Skip the credits. It'll happen okay. one day. And it will okay. be beautiful. I just don't want it to be spoiled for you. I understand. It's okay. Anyway, um, so Gwen is some some weird dude wants her to steal some amulets for him. Yep. And she and a good client. He says something. What? A good client of hers. That's oh. what she says later on. I thought she didn't know who he was. Oh no, no, no. that's that's her first story. But the the guy who gets like his uh, chest. That's a good client of hers. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, so I said something about you won't have a chance to kill Gwen because big ol' hell demon is gonna kill you instead. That guy that she was supposed to steal amulets for? Mm. 
there's some threat and then he gets killed by hell demon and um when gets thrown it's called the beast across i've been trying to tell you that for like three episodes okay well now i know but i'm probably still gonna call it the hell demon everyone knows what i'm talking about so there um yeah, so Gwen's like, that's kind of freaky that you stole something out of its... Is that why he steals it out of his chest? Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, he's stealing. So there's these five demon keeper people who all have different things, and he's stealing all of Puzzle them. Puzzle pieces. Pardon? Yes. Yeah. Puzzle pieces, Puzzle pieces. if you will. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so he steals something out of this guy's chest. It's just glowy, and we don't really know what it is at that point. Yeah. Um, so Cordy and Connor are still living together. Barf. Um, and basically, uh, she had been sleeping and wakes up because she had been sleeping on the floor because she doesn't want to sleep in the same bed as him because that's gross. Mm. Uh, probably shouldn't be sleeping there, period, but you don't really have anywhere else to go because you kind of screwed up. Angel doesn't want you back. Nope. Um, and so, uh, he goes, things are falling apart out there. And I was like, well, LA is usually falling apart anyway, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't think too much about it. She goes, it's not your fault, you know? And he goes, how do you know that? Because it's definitely my fault because the answer is among you and this, that, and the other and the whole thing. And it, it, sprouted up where I was born and everything. And she basically is like, you are exactly like your dad. You blame yourself for everything and you got super fast speed and super hearing and the whole thing and I can't say anything under my breath without you hearing me. <laughs> um, and he's like, we, need sh- we should probably go talk to my dad and try to figure some things out. And she's like, I don't think that's such a great idea because angel doesn't really want you there because he knows i was like well at least now connor knows why angel hates his guts yep awkward yep and and well connor says we didn't do anything wrong and i wanted to be like um excuse me a lot of things were wrong about what you did legally no but <laughs> morally, everything else, principally, morally, it's the principle of the matter that I'm most upset <laughs> about. And she goes, well, we hurt him and that's enough. Okay. Um, we go back to AI and we basically, uh, we consent that um, we don't trust Connor here. Because we're pretty sure Creepy Locks was talking about Connor when she said the answer is among you. Because who else could it be? Got a bunch of humans and a vampire that has a soul. And then this dude that we don't really know a lot about. Um, we figure out... Um, I'm not sure how we figure out that there are these totems... For the god Ra. I don't remember how that transition went. <laughs> I'm actually having the same anyway, problem. Okay. Well, there are there, there are these five totems that we find out um, oh, oh, are attached to... Uh, Wesley yes. 
identifies that the white room girl is um me oh, mesiquette and from that they're able to work because he's like well that's she's part of a group right so um, one of five really powerful beings that are attached to the god of Ra, um, who is an ancient Egyptian god of the sun. Yep. And these totems make up something or other that uh, can probably mess things up real quick. Um, and only the totems know their true purpose. Yep. You know who else knows their true purpose? The beast. The beast. So that sucks. Um. Oh, and we started talking. We started calling. Started calling the piece Doctor Feelbad. <laughs> is that who was? Is that who was Doctor Feelbad? Yeah. Think so, um, and he's taking out the totems for a purpose. We don't know what that purpose is quite yet, but we find out real soon. Um, and Fred is kind of like, well, we don't actually know. It could be a coincidence. Um, because two points make a line, not a pattern. Yep. Um. That's actually, I like that line. Oh, yeah, because, um, Gwen comes, is that where Gwen comes Yeah, in? Gwen turns up. Cordy does not like Gwen. Right. <laughs> I wonder why. Because, mm. yeah, Cordy's. Oh, because Cordy's. Because the... Cordy did turn. I was going to say, yeah, Cordy turned up because she had a vision of the beast. And, like, even yeah, even Ranger's rejection is not enough to keep her away when the beast is involved. Yeah, I was like, telling her to go away is never going to work out for you. <laughs> and she's like, well, the demon was talking to somebody, and I couldn't really tell what it was saying, but it was talking to somebody that I know. Hmm. I don't think you get the no part until later, but spoiler alert. Um... So, yeah, she was inside someone when the Hell Beast was talking, and Angel's like, why don't you stop acting like you care about my feelings about this whole situation? And basically, Cordelia's like, I know you're mad, but you need me here, and you also need to lead these people because you're a leader. So, he's like, okay, guys, we're going to make a plan, and we're going to go out there and do some things. Okay. How many, how can we be prepared when we have no information? Because <laughs> we don't know what this thing is and we don't know what, why it's going after totems. <laughs> and then Gwen turns up. Hey, girl, hey. And I like Gwen. I was like, Cordelia, don't even try to be jealous because that's not even okay for you right now. <laughs> you are not allowed to be jealous. No, you banged his son. Sorry. Um, yeah, I like Gwen. She's, she's fun. And so basically she's like, how's it going? Um, is this the chick you told me about? And tell me, freak to freak, is the world about to end? Because <laughs> I kind of got that feeling. Uh, Gwen. And they ask if anything, she tells them about how she went to meet a client and he wanted her to get these amulets and that he got killed by the beast. Mm -hmm. And they go, did he take anything? Was anything removed from the body? And she says, No. Like a dummy. Like, yeah, Gwen, you're there for help. Like, mm -hmm. you, you gotta tell them yeah. stuff. Um, 
And then Fred is like, I hate you, but I need to know something. So I'm going to swallow my pride and speak to you with a little bit of civility. <laughs> you did kill my boyfriend for a hot second, but then you also brought him back to life. So I'm really not sure how to feel about you. But we really need to know if something came out of that body. Yeah, but they identify her client as Ashette. So another mm-hmm. member of the Ratet. Yeah. Um, and apparently there is another one that's like a four hour road, uh, road trip down the highway yeah, so they're, they're, in Death Valley. Yeah. So the Manjet is like out in another country somewhere and Sem, he's probably, yeah, fine. he's probably fine. And Semket, the saber tooth tiger just happens to be at, in Death Valley. Very convenient. Well, that worked out. Death Valley. That's where the you undertaker's from. I was about to say that you stole oh, it. Oh, I had I had so many wrestling references that I've been resisting because I'm like most of our listeners probably aren't into WWE. Oh, who cares? This is this is mostly for us. Um, because I listened to this episode uh, and I listened to all our episodes, so mostly for me. Um, I was gonna say, what if the Undertaker was one of the totems? Then then it would be safe. Yeah, like nobody anyway. could get it. He's retired officially. I'm so sad. Eh, eh, I'll believe it when I see it. No, no, they like did and a whole. Docu- it, I mean, they did a whole documentary it. called "The Last Ride," and at the end, he retired. Mm. So his last match was um, WrestleMania this year against AJ Styles, a buried alive match in an actual graveyard. Well, yeah, because they couldn't do it in front of people. Yeah, it's actually really cool. You should you should watch it. But yeah, apparently. It's official. Okay. He's happy with his where his career is this time, and all this other stuff. I haven't watched the documentary. Well, and yet. he's had like tons of surgeries. The guy, the guy's not good. Yeah, no. I mean, he used he used to be, and then he wrecked his body, and so now he's just ambling around mm. yeah. with no clear purpose. Having, having said that, he anyway. was pretty good to see live when I saw him in Australia. I'm glad I got that opportunity. Oh yeah. Like, you know. I forgot about that. I'm going to say one of his last matches, even though he went on to have like 20 more. <laughs> Shh. No one needs to know. I saw him before the end. Oh, congratulations. Anyway. Um, uh, anyway, they're going to so we are we. Yes. We are sneaking into um, that. I'm not going to remember their names. They're sneaking in, and apparently they don't teach stealth in superpower school. <laughs> and the saber-toothed tiger that they were going to see was all ripped apart. Mm-hmm. But Manjet was there. Ew, gross. Yeah, and then there's a random guy in a random cave in Death Valley who just pops out, and he's like, he's going to turn out the sun. Yeah. Um, I love the description okay. that the um, Buffy wiki gives me for um, Manjet. It says... Uh, Appears as a short, old man dressed in a loud Hawaiian shirt and a hat to tell them that the beast is taking things from each of the totems in order to prematurely blot out the sun in the sky, which will bring out all the vampires and demons into eternal night. Yup. Um, he prefers Manny and his off hours. Yeah. I'm not how you. I'm not sure how you have off hours when you're a totem but okay (laughs) um but yeah he's look this uh beast is looking for a way to put an end to daylight and they're like um you're gonna come with us because we need to protect you 
for more than just your sake, mm. for our sake too. Um, and somehow the uh, light going out of it spreads over time. Somehow it's all very confusing. Yeah, so it'll just start with LA, convenient. Um, but then the darkness will spread until everywhere's covered in darkness. Dang. That would suck. Um, uh, something about I'll buy you a lap dance if I can watch. Manny said that to Gwen, probably. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, I told Manny to trust Angel to protect you because it's basically your only chance. Yep. We get we get back to AI and I told Manny not to hit on Fred because that's not going to end well for you. And I'd like you to meet Manny, the last Tona of the Rotet. <laughs> and people are like, excuse me? Well, what? This guy? <laughs> Why did the small, yucky man say that? <laughs> said something. <laughs> Not really sure. <laughs> so they all have orbs inside them. Uh, well, they have things inside them. Some have orbs. The other two have, like, wings. Mm. And something else. I don't remember. Anyway. It all, it all uh, puts together really well to make this thing that will blot out the yeah. sun. Ta-da. Um, and as far as evil plans go, it didn't suck. So, <laughs> so you're, got that you're giving it a high school because it didn't suck as an evil plan. Yep. Um, well, usually the evil people in, this, in these shows are usually having terrible plans. <laughs> yep. Um... So, uh, Gwen's like, I know the perfect place to take this guy to keep him safe. And Cordelia's like, if it's in some rundown uh, apartment building that smells like death, I don't want to go. <laughs> but that's where they go. <laughs> uh, they're walking up the stairs, and they're talking to Manny, and they're like, so you're basically just a guy? And he goes, well... I'm immortal unless I'm uh, I'm ceremoniously murdered. <laughs> so kinda, just a guy, have a totem inside. It's a whole thing. Yep. It's all it's all all fine. So, um, we get to Gwen's place and it is hella sweet, very tastefully decorated. She made a lot of money off of that mm. that arc of something or other. Uh, the thing I love is Cordelia is like bitching and moaning the whole way up. And Yep. And then she's like, wow. Yep. And then she learns. <laughs> yep. So they're going to put Manny in a panic room of sorts behind a bookcase and uh, they're going to keep guard. And make sure that no one gets in and he doesn't get out and it's going to be just fine. Yep, they're going to take turns. Um, two, only two, sorry, all people with superpowers have to split over shifts because Cordy doesn't want Gwen uh -huh. and Angel together. Ugh. Does, does she know about them? Does which one know about which one? Does Cordelia know about Gwen and Angel lock and lift. Yes, because she could see everything. She said that when she <gasps> met Gwen, oh, right. she was all seeing. Oh. So yeah, she she really doesn't like Gwen. <laughs> oh, get out of here, Cordelia. You're the worst. Um, anyway, so um, they're gonna split up, like you said, and Gwen is gonna take Denzel. 
And I was like, I don't blame her, yeah. to be honest. And he's like, yes, I do look like Denzel, but I also have a name. Yeah. He's like, thanks for the compliment, but... I, lo- I love Denzel Washington. He's pretty good. He's a very, very good-looking black man. <laughs> um, so... Something about if he's... Oh. If he starts talking with his body, he's going to have a serious problem. Mm. I don't know who that was Many. about. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Gross. I thought it was about, you know, Fred being left alone. Mate, I can't I can't remember, sorry, that one. I don't remember either. Yeah. It's fine. Um so Oh, and they oh Gwen and uh Gwen and Gunn were talking about Fred, because they were at first watch. And basically, she's like, is something going on with, like, the two of you? And I was like, well, it changed when he killed a dude so that she wouldn't have to. <laughs> You're like, here, let me, so that, let me take over this counseling session for you, Gun. Yes. I will tell her what happened so you don't have to. And so basically, she's like, um, I don't know what she says to him. Doesn't matter. Not, not important. Because then... We have Cordelia and Angel coming over to take over the watch, and they both have their cups, and he has blood, and she has probably tea. <laughs> and she goes, maybe we should talk. And he goes, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, I'm like, no, no Valid. bad plan. Yeah. And um, they fell asleep, Um, and Manny's D.E.D. dead. He was ripped apart. His hat was all messed up, too. Yep. Um, But, yeah, they fell asleep on watch. How strange. Both of them. Mm. I wonder why that was. Hmm. So, basically, Gwen's fed up with it, and she goes, we're going to have to figure out what's going on here. I have security cameras, so we're going to go check to see what happened. Someone sabotaged us, and nobody but us knew that they were good, like he was going to be here. Mm. Uh, but then they think, well, Connor can find some, like, sniff out anyone. <laughs> He's like a, a bloodhound. Mm. And so the security cameras don't help because someone turned them off before the watch switched over. Dun, dun, dun. So we don't know what happened, and Cordelia blames Gwen because, of course, she does. She doesn't trust her. Nope. And Angel's like, I trust her, because why would she screw this up? She cares about, you know, being alive and stuff. Mm. Yep. Surviving so, is always a great motive. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the quote, Connor, you dolt. I don't I don't know what that was. Um Oh Connor's at home and the beast is there and it chucks him out through his window. Alright. Mm. Um so basically they're like, well, this thing has all of the pieces that it needs to fly out the sun, so we need to go and stop it, and it's gonna go it's gonna go to wherever Connor is. We need to go now. Mm. 
And Gwen says, get me close enough and I can melt the wings with my electricity powers. Yep. And they determine that the way they're going to get rid of this demon-y thing, uh, the beast, as we apparently want to call it, is a portal. Because that's all the uh, ideas Angel ever has. But Wes and Fred are going to open up the portal, and they're going to make sure the uh, beast gets in the portal, and then it'll be just fine. Yep, portals fix everything. Yep. Home sweet hell is where <laughs> they're going to send him. Um, and so basically, Fred goes to Gunn, and she goes, Wesley and I have decided that it is our only option to do this, the portal thing. Mm. And he goes, I, I know, but I don't got to like it, and I don't. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I understand, but this is all we, that's all we can really do. Yeah. So. Portal, portal. Best way to get rid of a body. Yep. Body. 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 Booty. Uh-huh. Booty. Um, <laughs> Don't get rid of a booty. I like a booty. <laughs> uh, Cordelia has another vision. And was the, was the beast wearing a hat? An old tiny hat. I feel like it was. I don't remember. That's just, I'm now curious. I'm like, was the beast wearing a hat? Well, it was lots of it was lots of dead people on the ground. The demon was holding court and talking, and this is where Cordelia goes. Whoever I'm inside of when I'm in this vision is familiar to me. Yep. So they determined it's probably Connor. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, That's what we'll go with, I guess. I don't think he was. He. I think it might have been holding then someone with a hat. Why do I feel? Maybe he was wearing a hat. Then why do I feel like he was wearing a hat? It just feels like strangely know. comedic, and I think I would have laughed. I'm going to go back and watch, because I feel like there was a hat involved. It anyway, could have been. You important. could be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just like, I feel, why don't I remember this? <laughs> anyway, so we're going to do this thing. Um, y'all should have tried to get to Connor sooner, is all I'm saying. You probably should have gone and made sure he was okay prior to this, but okay. It was a pretty, uh, pretty sweet fight sequence they had. Um, Gwen tried to get to the thing and like knocked it over, but not in time. Okay, so he's not uh, just quickly. He's not wearing a hat in the uh, action figure version of that scene. <laughs> yes, that is what I just found. Oh, 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 no, Connor was the only one fighting um, the demon yes. at this part, yes. and he got thrown out of a window. He did, sorry. I got, I got distracted Great. by this. Someone made a um, Prussian Smackdown Angel and the Beast. Okay. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, so he gets tossed out a window, and then they have fantastic timing. AI is just pulling up as, you know, Connor hits the ground. Mm. And they're like, we're going to go in here. Cordelia, you stay out here with Connor and keep him safe. And he just goes, Dad. And he goes, it's okay, Connor. I'm here now. No. Heart. Everything is forgiven, at least on the dad and son front. Not sure about Cordelia. It's fine. <laughs> um, so... The beast is breathing his stank breath into the orb to turn it black. Hmm. And then there's blood and chanting. Um, I asked if smashing the orb would be a good plan. Maybe. But yeah, there's chanting and the whole thing and they're trying to fight him and Gwen's trying to get to the, the thing and she ends up knocking it over and like 
the orb rolls, and that's probably where I said, wouldn't it be a good idea to smash that thing? Like, just step on it. It'll probably break real easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said, is the demon man wearing a hat in the vision, or am I seeing things? That's where I have it. <laughs> Think you might be um, seeing things, but but rewatch it. Let me know. Oh, I definitely will. Um, so the sun is definitely not supposed to look like it is looking outside, mm. and um, yeah, they didn't do it, and the beast now has blotted out the sun. It's not good. And apparently we get another vision and we find out who the demon was talking to. Who was it? Tell me. It was Angel. Well, Angelus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the beast goes through the portal but only to reappear. He calls Angel Angelus as he swallows the orb. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did swallow the orb. Mm. That was super gross. Oh, he just straight ate the orb. Yep. Yep. What a weird thing. Mm. Um, my question, science question, wouldn't everyone just die if the sun went away? So it's only blocking out LA at the moment. And I think we would have time because of the heat held okay. inside the ozone. But yeah, eventually the earth would get too cold is my understanding. Okay. Okay. So, um, the beast knows Angelus, so that's great. Mm. And now Angel is a suspect of the inside job, and there's only one way to defeat this beast, and it means that we need Angelus. Dun, dun, dun. What the what? Excuse me? Mm, Got to find out what Angelus knows. Angelus has faced this before, it seems, or seen but, it before. But we, how do you get Angelus? From Angel. If, if you are telling me, oh, Angel doesn't know. If you are telling me that we now have to get rid of his soul, I can't abide that. Or are we going to do like something like try to make him walk through his memories as Angelus and try to figure things out? I, Is that what you mean? I don't know. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do? Well, they can't just bring Angelus back because apparently you're under the impression that he can't lose his soul. I didn't say he can't lose his soul. I said perfect happiness won't make him lose his soul. Then what would? Mmm, magic. <laughs> Stop it. Magic anyway, gave um, him a soul, magic can take it away. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so maybe they'll like do the whole close your eyes. Well, I was gonna say, what about how about we um, wait for for the predictions for next episode? Because I've got a title for you. Okay. Sure. Sure. In the meantime, um, before we get to international titles, this episode is dedicated in loving memory to Glenn Quinn. Do you know who that is? No. Doyle. Doyle died. The actor. <gasps> Oh, I miss Doyle. Mm, yeah. Things were so much simpler back then. Yep, so... Before Angel had a son and Cordy banged him. He was found... Back in the good old days. He was found dead December Sorry. 3, 2002 of a drug overdose. Ouch. He was 32 years old. 
Um, police mm. autopsy revealed his accidental heroin overdose. His body was found mm. on the couch of a friend he was visiting in North Hollywood. That sucks, man. Mm. Yeah. R.I.P. I think I told you at the time his drug issues are the reason yeah. he yeah, ended up getting kicked off the show or ridden off. Yeah. I do remember that. Yep. That sucks, though. Yep. Um, our international titles are Fight for the Sun and The Race for the Sun, Sun S-U-N. Okay. Both S-U-N. Hmm. But I think it's a good pun. They both just, both of them just decided to uh, go ahead and tell you what it was about. Mm-hmm. Seems like. Okay. Who was who? Fight for the Sun was the Germans. Race for the Sun was the French. Nice. What did you rate this episode? Um, I didn't hate it. Um... And we're kind of moving things along. We got, you know, the, the sun going away. Um, so I think we're going to give it an eight and a half. Nice. I'm going to agree with your rating and go eight and a half. Nice. Things are happening. Things are happening. Yeah. Moving and shaking. Yep. Yep. Oh. Um, your favorite moment? Oh, my favorite moment. Hmm. What is my favorite moment? Um, I think the actually very beginning where Lauren comes into Angel's room and he's like, you're going to have to get over yourself because you kind of got to save things. My f- I like anything with Lauren. My favorite moment is when Gwen's introduced and Cordy is so jealous. It's like, girl, oh, that's also good. You just slept with Angel's son, and all he did was mac a girl while you were like missing. Yeah, and it wasn't even his fault. Like she charged his heart so it beat, and there were some things going on. Yeah, I would, I would be shocked too. <laughs> Pun intended. Yay! Um, your character <laughs> shout out. Um, it's going to go to Gwen, because she back in, in the piece, and she did all she could to try to help things out. Mm. And I like her. Mm. Mine is going to go to... Oh, actually, I don't know who I want to give mine to this week. Can I also say, I'm pretty sure in Gwen's episode, I, I shouted out Gwen and said somebody that we're never going to see again. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that I, I, I believe you did. Do, are, are you going to say <laughs> that again? Is it someone we're never going to see again? No. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Um, I am going to shout out Gwen as well. Because damn, she was cool. She's so cool. <laughs> um, I want to be her friend. I would be a friend too. She needs friends, I think. But I, th- I feel like she yep. draws away from people. I mean, yeah, she doesn't want to kill them <laughs> accidentally. So next week's episode is called Awakening. They're going to try to um, bring back Angelus memories to try to figure out what this beast w- not once, because it wants to destroy the world, but, like, how to defeat it. Mm. And why it knows Angelus in the first place. Yep. So, 
When you so that so, they're not going to get Angelus, they're just going to get his memories. Yes. Yeah. They're going to awaken the Angelus memories inside of Angel, because I, why would we? Why would we willingly bring Angelus back into this? Because he'd be just like, "Oh, this is great. The world is ending. I'm gonna go join this guy and help him yeah. out." What's this Eternal Night with lots of vampires out and about? Sounds like my nice. kind of gig. <laughs> he would say gig too, because that's just the kind of wording Angel uses. Yep, Angelus uses, not Angel. Angelus. Whatever. I'm pretty sure Angel would use the word gig. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think he has. I think he said tough. I think he. I think he has said tough gig. Yeah. Mm. Probably. Anyways, well, that's exciting. Let's see what happens next week. Okay. In the meantime, if people want to contact us, they should. Our email address is mmpodcastnetwork. We are on Facebook, mmpodcastnetwork. We have a website, www. I don't know why I put that in front of it. Who even says that anymore? Look, it's mmpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> and we're on Twitter at MMP Network. If you want to get in touch with me personally, I'm on Twitter at Mel Bickett and on Instagram at MA Bickett. Marissa, where can people find you? People can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at RissaRoo312. They should rate and review us on iTunes. It'd be super cool of you. And until next week, we will slay you later, guys. Hey.